All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Things are well here. Um, going to tell you very quickly uh, about something that you, I, I never had any insight into before two nights ago, and you, you wouldn't have any insight into, I don't think. Uh, my daughter is going to turn six in a month or so. Oh, nice. And uh, she... From from month two of being alive, she turned two months old and she found her thumb and started sucking her thumb. And she's done it this whole time. And we told her, like, when your uh, big girl teeth start to come in, you have to stop sucking your, sucking your thumb because, you know, sure. braces and fucked up teeth and shit. Um, so we've been starting that process over the last month as her bottom teeth have started coming in. She lost two teeth and the... And uh, long, long and the short of it is, my wife had to research and buy these thumb guards that you put on so that she can't suck her thumb at night. And we put them on for the first time sure, two nights they, ago. Well, it's it's they, they it's 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 the shock thumbs, right? They bite into it. It sends a small electrocution to it. Yeah, my, my parents like, got me that shit, too. It's like a dog collar. Yeah, a little, she gets a little shot. No, seriously, though. Um, but, dude, my shit didn't work. That's good that you didn't get the same one. I don't suck my thumb anymore. I suck random strangers' thumbs. I mean, I'm just sitting on the subway, just whatever. I will just randomly lean over and start sucking people's thumbs. It's annoying. I don't even realize I'm doing it. No, but in New York, people probably like that. People probably pay good money for that in New York. Eh, you'd be surprised. The people that are into it will tip heavily. The people who are not into it, which is most people, they do the opposite of tip. They uh, <laughs> they take that thumb, they they ball it into a fist, and they sock you right in the fucking eye. This this has nothing to do with anything at all. Uh, and I think we talked about it in the past once before. Um, and it's an odd transition. The way I just said people pay good money for that. Did I tell you uh, that a woman I dated like uh, years and years and years ago, around the 1999-2000, um, we're still like friends on Facebook. And she became a dominatrix, sort of. Did I ever tell oh, you that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about this a long time ago. Yeah, it was just one of those weird things when I said pay good money for it. It's just what I was like, yeah, I spank people now. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, you know, like when you catch up after not seeing someone for five years, what are you doing? I'm still a comedian. What are you up to? I spank people. Like, all right, well, good good times. Um, well, you know, not to not to plug my other podcast too hard, but on, on the Love Gurus, we had, I think we had her on twice. We even had her on a live show. She is, a, her name's Catherine Henson. She's a comic, but during the day, she makes money as basically the front desk, the hostress, the maitre d', so to speak, of an S&M club in, yeah. in New York. That's kind of neat. Uh, you say uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the maitre d', the first thing I think. I like how you started that. I thought you were joking because, just, yeah, we had her on twice, and you're, I thought you were going to make a joke about my ex, and I'm like, you had my ex on, this is a joke. But then you're, you're talking about someone different because my ex is not yeah. Catherine. Um, yeah. When you say the host of a maitre d', a, maitre d', a host of a, an S&M place, first thing I think of is uh, an old, old, old episode of The Simpsons where Bart uh, is the front door at a brothel. And uh, it's a famous I I little. Remember that one? Well, the 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 GIF is famous right now. Like you can find it where it was just a great moment of Grandpa Simpson comes walking in and takes his hat off and puts it on the rack. Turns around, sees Bart, just turns around again, takes the rack off and walks right out the door. I mean, he's just <laughs> he just does this loop like walking into the brothel. There's Bart walking out of the brothel. I mean, just he's whistling, doesn't even pause. Yeah. But anyway, so we we bought these thumb things. See, so you're bringing it home now. So my wife put thumb guards on our daughter, and dude. Holy shit, I actively witnessed someone going through withdrawal, like an addict. We're talking six years of being a thumb sucker. She was flailing like Linda Blair in The Exorcist. She threw the 
biggest shit fit of her life. It was Over insane. Over not being able to suck her tongue. Yeah, like like it was that. But can't she get the guards off? No, that's these are special guards. We bought uh, like cheapy guards that we thought would keep her, and she just like tore them off or would suck like on the. These are like sure. These were created by an engineer, who's and and they have like those wristbands that you wear to show you're 21 or at a theme park or you know that are hard to get off, but they the kind that have a snap that you flip over and you have to cut them off. They're only used once. These have that where they just get locked into place, and it. And so she finally fell asleep after throwing this ten-minute shaking, violent body kicking, uh, trying to pull them off, and and she lost all her energy and fell asleep. But then she started, and I've never seen anyone do this before. She actively started crying in her sleep. I went into her room because I thought she was awake, but she was crying like sobbing. But she was asleep. I was staring at her. I was sort of freaked out. Like this is fucking weird. That's awesome, man. I'm it, picturing. I'm picturing the the withdrawal scene in Train Spotting. She's just shaking. Yeah. Locked in a room. She she's hallucinating a baby on top of the it, the ceiling. But instead of like a dead OD'd heroin baby or whatever, it's just a baby turning around with its head sucking its thumb. Like, right. ha, ha, I can do this right now, and you can't. I would not be surprised. It was. It was the only thing missing was the vomit. That's the only, but everything else, the shakes, the sweats, the screw, it was insane. So if she ever gets hooked on drugs, uh, the wife and I are sort of prepared because we've been there. Yeah, I was just going to say, man, even even monster energies. I'll even go as far as to say even biting the nails. Don't like sucking my thumb much, but biting my nails, goddamn, never been able to stop that. That's ah, these are these are habits. All right, let's jump. Let's let's jump into some news. Let's jump into things that. Uh, um, what do you want to do first? The link I sent you or North Korea? Your call, Mister Jake. Let's do North Korea, man. Just just in case, you know, because that that might not be as relevant next week. Yeah. Okay. Let's go make for sure it. we hit it. Kick it off, and that's the fucked up thing about it not being possibly not being relevant. Because two weeks ago it was on, then one week ago it was off, and then it was on again, and then it happened. And because it, so yeah, you start go nuts. You've been reading more on it than I have. I'll pipe in. I've heard a couple things, but well, I. I didn't. I mean, I, I read the actual the thing that they signed. The page and a half, quote, comprehensive. And that's that's where I want to start is he said it's a comprehensive deal and it was a page and a half, four bullet points. Yeah, I I mean, I'm reading I'm reading the four of them. And, you know, like you would expect with something like this, uh, you know. (laughs) Trump and, and 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 everybody on the right is going like he he ended the war between North Korea and South Korea and they're, and they're completely de- denuclearized now and and it's it's like no it's he's he's agreed to work toward it um it basically seemed like a first date it yeah. seemed like a first tinder date is what this was it seemed like a first tinder date when it's like well we're going to meet up for coffee just to make sure you're not a psycho and things have gone well, I guess we'll do dinner. You know, like, that's that's all this was. That being said, on the left, they're sitting there scoffing at it like it's nothing. And I'm like, excuse me, weren't you all losing your mind because he pulled out of the Iran deal for essentially the same reasons? I mean, there was a little bit more meat and potatoes on the Iran deal. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not justifying him backing out of that by any means. I, I wasn't happy about that, but... While I'm not happy at that, I, I am happy that he's at least gone on a Tinder coffee date with an evil, evil man. 
and hopefully he won't nuke people. Yeah, I don't have much of an opinion either way because I hear you and I agree that the right is treating it like he deserves the Nobel Peace Prize already. I do. Although technically Obama did get one simply for not being George Bush. And technically Trump is not George Bush either. And (laughs) so not only is Trump not George Bush, but then he did this. He went on a Tinder date with North Korea. So if anything, I think Trump deserves one more. Fair enough. I I wouldn't be opposed because it's kind of like I I agree with you. Obama got one for doing nothing. So it kind of. It kind of makes the Peace Prize worth nothing. It's kind of like when, you know, uh, um, oh, shit, I'm drawing a goddamn blank. Crash, like when Crash wins an Oscar for Best Picture, it's like, oh, or Millie Vanilli wins a Grammy. It's kind of like, oh, well, now is winning an Oscar or a Grammy that big a deal because it's kind of been sullied. And the Nobel Peace Prize is sort of like that, too, I guess. Um, What I was saying is that I, I hear that the left is sort of scoffing, but when you examine it, it's not really a deal. Like you said, it's a Tinder date, and I think that's good. However, I do want to point out one hypocrisy, and I, and I, he, he said Trump, part of the bullet points are uh, we will no longer do military exercises with South Korea, and he's talking about getting troops off the peninsula, and I know this is a long way down the road, and it's not going to happen overnight, but imagine if Obama had suggested that. The right would have lost their collective shit and said, he's weakening our military, he's caving to North Korea. That's what I think is a bit bullshit. That's complete oh, no, they, hypocrisy. Yeah, they, they absolutely would be. And I mean, there's there's a lot less going on here than there there, there was in the Iran deal. That, that being said, it does promise future negotiations. Be a little bit better if there was a date on those. There's not really much of anything, um, but it does say here that um, North Korea promises to work toward denuclearization, denuc- which, you know, the the dictator of North Korea even signing something saying that, yeah, yeah, we'll get rid of our nukes eventually. That's fucking huge. I, I don't care. I, I know people like to scoff at it like it's nothing and, oh, we got played and it's too vague and... I'm I'm sorry. That would that would be nothing. And while yeah, the right would be saying this isn't enough, um, the left would be again talking about how you know Obama deserves the second Nobel Peace Prize for uh, you know getting this getting this amazing deal with North Korea while still refraining from being George Bush. Um, still not George Bush, so therefore deserves the second one because he's done the Korea thing. I was uh, listening to I listened to the sixty minutes podcast at the gym. Um, I, don't, I don't watch the show. It's it's nice that they have a podcast because I can just listen to it. And I, now they're in reruns for the summer. It's funny that news a news program like takes weeks off. Like, hey, here's an old broadcast of news that's old news. So I've heard this one twice, and I listened to at least one segment because I just thought it was interesting. Like, oh, I remember this segment, but it was about the program in North Korea. And they sent uh, – they, they have – how did North Korea do this? They allowed scientists to um, go in and examine what they were doing just so that people yeah. would take them seriously. And the, the scientist said he saw 2,000 centrifuges, and he actually held plutonium. This is an American scientist who was over there going, holy fuck, they, they got this. If they put this on a missile, they could, it 
Yeah. Because like for for the longest time, if you remember, everybody was saying, "Oh, it's North Korea. They don't have the bomb. They don't have the capability." So instead of just sort of threatening, they allowed scientists. I don't think they were government scientists, but they sort of said, "Hey, uh, you know, come take a look if you want." And this guy was not freaked out, but he was, "Yeah, they are fucking further along than anybody thought. They do have capabilities." Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm happy that he went on a Tinder date too. I think that the bullet point agreement is interesting and we'll see how many if any of them um one thing i found interesting is going back to south korea for a second i was going to say how many of them if any uh, come to fruition but the south korea the the fact there are no military exercises everybody's saying that he sort of did that behind south korea's back that he didn't really let them know hey we might have to it's it's now he's negotiating one-on-one with north korea and you 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 gotta sort of tell your buddy what you're up to. You can't just spring shit like that on them. Yes and no. I mean this this thing that I'm that I'm reading. Uh, I mean this isn't in the bullet points, but this is it's in the thing that he signed above the bullet points. I I believe it. It's saying that he still is keeping security forces in South Korea. So as far as the actual exercise at the end of the year, eh, whatever. Not saying it's nothing, not saying it's everything, you know, but he's, he's still keeping our, our bases and shit there. So th- that's the main thing. That's I, I had a buddy of mine that was in the Air Force, and he was telling me about when he went and was basically he, he was sitting in the tower with some guy who, you, you know, was also in the Air Force, but was on more or less tower duty watching North Korean missiles <laughs> right across the border. And he asked the guy, he was like, are you freaked out? Because that's a fucking North Korea missile right right there. Like, we're looking at it, you know? Like, not, not like on a screen. It's like outside our window, you know? Like, you can see it. And, and he was like, no, because we have stuff they can tell when that thing starts fueling. And when that missile even starts fueling, we have 10 missiles pointed at that and huh. every other missile like that. Right. And so we don't even have to shoot that fucking thing out of the air, you know? And that's what I think is important keeping in place with North Korea. I, I could give a shit about the military exercise. Oh, you're not flying bombers over and, and, and you know maneuvering ground forces with the South Koreans and making it look cool or whatever. Um, do we still have shit that could blow anything they try to do to us to smithereens? Okay, cool. That's that's what I'm worried about. And you, you know, could they launch enough to get past some of that into into South Korea before we intercept everything? Yeah. South Korea has every reason to be freaked out about those guys, but you know the fact that we're there is is, is it's a deterrent. I'm worried about keeping a deterrent in place. I, I don't care about the chest bumping uh, military exercises, which it, it, it's it's more than that. I, I get it. You know what I mean? It's 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 they're they're they're, they're keeping the two forces working together, uh, making sure that they can tactically use uh, the most current. Technology in the field. I, I, I trust me. I get that. That's important. That being said, having the guys and the missiles in place pointed at his shit, just in case he goes fucking wacko. That's that's what I'm worried about. And and we still have that. And and one thing you said is really important because this is uh, to use the word again important for South Korea because as you said, uh, Seoul is right there on the border. 
I mean, they, they, you could take a day trip up to the DMZ and, and look at it. And as you said, North Korea might not be able to hit us with a missile. I mean, they have the, the length, uh, they have the range. But, yeah, Seoul and South Korea would get pounded immediately before countermeasures could, could happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I will say this, though. Well, it seems like Trump is, is kind of um, angering our allies, not, not, not working well with a lot of them, particularly uh, Europe. Uh, he seems to be doing well with evil dictators. He Maybe, does. I say in 2020, uh, we sort of make him the ambassador of evil, you know? He's not good with countries with actual politicians. Again, has not been in office, has no experience so probably not good with dealing with politicians. He's a Wall Street man. He's good with dealing with pure evil. So guys like North Korea, he can talk to them. You know what I mean? Putin, yeah. He's like a Russian version of guys that I play golf with all the time. I can, I, fuck, I've played golf with Putin. I, I can deal with evil. So I think um, every, we just, you know, we have a president in place and he deals with the other presidents and prime ministers and uh, you know, parliaments and things like that, but we have him just sort of in the in, in the back. He's he's sort of like our um, I don't know, like like a really good special teams kicker, you know, something like that. <laughs> You're presupposing At- he doesn't get reelected, which uh, <laughs> uh, I could I could see him getting reelected. I mean, we we still st- stick on that. I don't I don't see anything coming along to change the fact that he's popular with the right. No, no, and and there doesn't seem to be anybody um, kind of taking the reins on the yeah. left. Yeah, yeah, that that hasn't happened yet. But you know, we still got time. Well, I was but, just gonna say maybe they don't want you don't want to peak too early, like in the the, the Kentucky Derby. You don't want to, you know, be leading, be leading, be leading, yeah. be leading, be leading. That's how it's what Hillary did was leading, 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 lost. You know, so you want to you want a strong finish, not a strong beginning. Right, right, and you know, there's there's no. Fuck, man. No, nobody knew who the hell Obama was on a national level before he ran in the primaries, you know? I, I mean, he was not big at all. He, he was in the Senate for two years, you know? Maybe maybe they're like, well, okay, why give the other side two years to dig up dirt on this fucking guy, you know what I mean? Or bait him with Russian piss hookers or, you, you know, anything that anything that they've fallen susceptible to or, or, or the left's fallen susceptible to. Why? Why even let him know what the hell we're going to do this early out? Because exactly. you know, you know, immediately he's going to go with smear campaigns. You you know, it's going to be one big smear campaign. I don't care if he's running against the reincarnated body and spirit of Mother Teresa. He's he's going to be like, you know what? They call her Mother Teresa. She doesn't have any kids. I don't trust her. You know, <laughs> why? How are you going to be a mother without kids? I don't trust that. I let me see your birth certificate. It's going to be so. Yeah, you don't don't tell them who you're running this early. No, no, no. All right, uh, let's switch gears really quickly. Bang out one news story and call it quits. Uh, this is the link I sent you. Um, last week we talked about sort of clickbait headlines. Um. Um, it's just a good way of drawing people in and it was a oh, right-wing candidates racist uh, so many running for office and you click it and it's like eight eight candidates um yeah. this one cnn two women get kicked out of uber after kiss and you're like ooh. and uh, for i mean what was your immediate thought when you when you saw that headline i'll, I'll tell you mine after i hear yours 
Yeah, I mean, you know, you see the headline and you're like, well, he just seems like the Uber driver's being a bit of a dick, but... Well, see, my first yeah. thought was, what part of Utah was this in? Sure, um, sure. But New York City, that's where, uh, that was to me the bait and switch. Like, you know, I did not expect to see New York City when it came to, to that. But then right. the other part that I found interesting is when you scroll down the article, let me find it. Did I already lost it? God damn it. I just had it. I just had it. Then I lost it. I was scrolling. Well, basically Muslim. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for his name, but it was, uh, oh, Ahmad El Bortoi. But either way, so yeah. it, it, you'd think that the the right wing, the Christians would, would be all about Islam for as homophobic as both sides are, you know? Uh, yeah, but that's that's the thing is is it it doesn't seem like anybody's really going to be on this guy's side because it's you, you know you have well you'd be surprised this I'm I'm not saying he did it but since the Supreme Court said that the 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 Colorado baker was uh, unfairly persecuted for not wanting to bake a gay cake then you've had instances like this where a guy in Tennessee put a sign back up no gays I think it was Tennessee yeah it was Tennessee put a sign in his window no gays allowed in his hardware store um, things like that set uh, people in motion they say oh the Supreme Court says it's okay. I can discriminate, and so a lot of people will not be on his side, but I, it's like when Trump got elected, suddenly you had kids chanting, build a wall, and shouting at Mexicans. I mean, hate crimes went up when Trump got elected. You have this sense that things like this are okay now, and this comes right on the heels of the Supreme Court, and that's what I find interesting about it. You know what I find interesting is I'm looking at a picture of these two. Yeah. They're pretty good looking. This exactly. guy's a real glasses half full, half empty son of a bitch, man. I, you, you know when he was telling the other Uber drivers about it when they were like, yeah, I, no, I had a shitty night. Hey, this guy didn't tip me. Yeah, this douchebag. I get this guy in here. He's drunk as fuck. Uh, Puked he, in my he car. He looks like he's going to vomit. He's, oh, yeah. Uh, wait, what do you hear about my life? Uh, my, my The night I had, I, these two beautiful women, these... <laughs> These, Young, these beautiful, busty women, yes, not, yes, not mid twenties lesbians, but twenty six and twenty four. One blonde, one brunette. You know, and not not dressed skimpy, but you know, not not dressed like Amish women either. You know what I mean? Like like a really classy eh, outfit to where you could see the curves. Anyway, they just start kissing in the back of my cab. You know what I mean? Letting the hands go every which way. Anyway. What were you saying about the guy puking in your cab? I've had a rough night, too. <laughs> it's bad for everybody. No, but the thing is, this is where it starts to get fucked up. As they said, it was just a quick kiss. Like, they got in, they kissed, they were in a good mood, and he stopped and threw him out. Uh, where it gets fucked up is Uber lists community guidelines on its website, which specify you shouldn't touch or flirt with other people in the car, and that there's no sexual conduct with drivers or fellow riders, no matter what. Really? Really, no, you no touch of. I can't hold hands with my wife or anything like that. I mean, this is one of those. I'm rules glad you that brought that draconian up, man. So that they yeah. cover everything, so that if a kiss like this happens, they could say, "Well, it's in the rules." Like they, 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 they blanket carpet bomb the rules, so that they are, you know, inflexible. Like a rule that wouldn't. That's that's well, what I find. It's it's a rule where they didn't seem to. To expect this to happen, right? Which you know, you know, was it was it just a, a quick peck on the lips? Probably not. They're you know they're probably under exaggerating. Was it what it was? But that being said, 
yeah, this how how bad would it have to be for this driver to kick him out? But they're putting it in there so that I mean, you know, what, how, what if, what if I, I get in there and my girlfriend is, you know, like making out with me and grabbing my dick the whole time and then I start getting blown in the back seat? Like, at, at what point does the driver not have to put up with that shit anymore? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I'm guessing that the policy is in place to prevent just that, to prevent, right. you know, any sort of over the top shit. I mean, and that's the problem is you you have to put a, law, a rule like that in that is so strict so that the drivers, can, like you said, they probably did not expect, even if they were making out, you know, who other than this guy is going to be turned off by that? Like any other right. driver, like you said, is like, oh, fuck, dude, won the lottery. These two chicks are making out in my car. It's it's it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Oh, man, you never if, believe what happened. So this guy leaves a lottery ticket in my car. I, I look it up. Winning numbers. Now I got to go down. I got to cash it. I got to pay taxes on it. Fucking pain in my ass. Well, he also said, he told the New York Daily News that he was uncomfortable with the couple's behavior in his car the whole time, not just with the kiss. They played loud videos on their phones and that one of the women put their her feet up on the seats. And it's like... Okay, now we're getting into, like, border territory. Like, uh, why do you drive yeah. an Uber? You know that people are people suck. You know that people suck. They're going to get in your car. And, like, I would probably be annoyed by loud videos, too. Like, I fucking hate it when I'm at the gym. And there are several people that fucking take out their phone and play music, but they don't have headphones. They just set their phone down and listen. I'm like, you fucking asshole. I can hear you. Dude, your the music people that do that headphones. in Uber cars and taxis are usually called Uber and taxi drivers. Those fucking guys do that all the time, man. <laughs> Maybe that's what he didn't like, is their videos were drowning out his music. I think that's what was going on, man. Yeah. But either way, um, what I hope, I guess, in the end is because I didn't see any thing in here anything in the story but there are a lot of these uber drivers that film everything in case they get robbed or for their own safety they have a camera mount it would be nice if if there was a camera mount because i not yeah. right now you have it he said she said she said it was a quick kiss he's saying that they were kissing constantly and you know the fucked up thing is like how thin is your skin like it, anything he said playing being annoying putting your feet up I think there's a difference between, you know, just being generally annoying and being sloppy drunk, going to puke in your car annoying. And I don't think they, they from everything I've read, they did not match the criteria no. for anything that would be outrageous annoying. No, not not kick out of the car. Yeah, I think I think there was definitely a little bit of homophobia there, a little bit of, in my village, we stone women for this kind of shit yeah. going on. Yeah. I think there's more than a little bit of it, so. All yeah, right. but but hopefully Uber doesn't, like completely go the other extreme and, and and do a Starbucks thing where they're like, listen, if they sit down in your Uber car, they get to fucking take a piss in there. I don't care if they're paying you or not. You let them do what they want. That's the path uh, companies are going to start to take is uh, everyone's a customer and the customer's always right. If the customer is shitting in your Uber, I uh, don't, don't kick, that's, it's, it's bigoted to kick them out. Let them do what he wants. Uh... Or he or she, or whatever they identify as. Or uh, they, I heard, is one now that you read. Uh, I don't even want to get into it. All right. Um, you got anything quick you want to talk about, or are we we good? 
Yeah, uh, so I, I, I've been filling in a lot on a, a, a trucking show. And the, this particular trucking show, actually, it's, it's really good, man. Um, they, they do really technical stuff for truckers, you, you know, like how to, how to fix trucks and stuff. And they call up about that. And then they, you, you know, it'll be like the, the, the sort of, you know, the rates and the, the different nuances and, you, you know, are you working for a company? Are you an independent driver? Things like that. But then once a week, this same host will actually do a thing where it's all fitness, you know, like it's all, it's all, uh, particularly diet and, and truckers will call up and he'll kind of, you, you know, he talks about the keto diet a lot. You're right. You're and, right. Cause truckers are not known to have the, uh, best health in the world. Well, fuck no. And for good reason, man. Um, so it's a job where you, you're basically hired to burn no carbs. Yeah, your you're, calories, sit- you're, you're sitting, yeah. you know, for twelve hours a day driving, and if, unless you are uh, very good at packing vegetables and fruits, you're eating truck stop food as yes. often. Yes. So every time you park your car to get out to put gas in, you walk past a gauntlet of fast food restaurants. And the thing is, I, I walk past McDonald's and shit every day here. I don't blink it out. Every now and then, I'll be kind of hungry, and I'll be like, well, just to tide me over, I'm going to get something off the dollar menu, because that's something small. You know what I mean? Like a single cheeseburger or like a four-piece McNugget. Whatever. Not fill it up. Not having a whole meal. Don't even want to. Gives me heartburn. Doesn't make me feel good. However, the few times that me and my girlfriend rent cars during a year, like to go on a road trip or something, like we're going to do next week, we come to a gas station and we're oh my god it has a it has a taco bell it has a mcdonald's let me get a, a double bacon quarter poundy thingy and you know cover it in cheese and it's just i i turn into like a nine-year-old kid again so i yeah i would be like 400 fucking pounds if i had that job you know so they, they'll call up about fitness and stuff and there was one guy who and it's great what he's doing too because it's not like this is a market of just fitness people who are saying because I've heard those kind of shows where it's like oh my god I've gotten down to 110 I'm just trying to lose these last five pounds so I look as good as I did in high school even though I'm 47 you know like there's there's a lot of that shit and it's like oh my god like that makes me want to blow my brains out listening to that shit but like this is fucking great, and it's important to do because it's it's actually helping people who, who who need it and who have a tough time getting decent food in their diet just because of their job and shit, you know, and and, and where they're at and um, where they're stopping. But anyway, this guy calls up, and you you know you you'll frequently have people call up, you know, talking about like I just got on your diet and I wear I weigh four hundred pounds and stuff like that. This guy, I don't think he mentioned his weight, but I know it wasn't good because he called up. And he was like, yeah, not to get too gross, but we're all adults here. My uh, my morning ritual, I only have mine once every eight days. Uh, and it's like, dude, not eight healthy. days? Eight fucking days? Like, I, I don't go to the doctor for anything. I'm a big, you know, drink a glass of water and walk it off, take some aspirin, whatever kind of guy. That being said... If I even went, he wasn't even saying like, oh, I haven't gone in eight days. He was saying, I go every eight days. Like, that's just his schedule, man. And that's, if you told me you were at like three what or is four. He eating? I would be like, you need to fucking go to a doctor now. I'm not a fitness expert at all. 
but like you're going to burst. There's not enough room to hold three meals a day times eight in your fucking stomach. But apparently there is, man. But what it, that's that's. I, well, I can't imagine he, what he's eating that keeps him so bound up. I mean, how do you, how do you not? How do you not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, from that, from that what I could people, gather, by the it way. was that kills people. Like that's how Heather O'Rourke, the the right there here girl from Poltergeist, right. died because of bowel obstruction. Like if your body, because because the, the the fecal waste is toxic, that's why you get it out of your system. So if it gets well, yeah. built up in your body, you die. How does he? I mean, three days. Eight, and this is wait eight days. What did he eight say? Days. I, eight. That's not right. There's something wrong there. That's that's well. well and, and, and this isn't. And this isn't three meals a day, eight days a week of you, you, you know raw salmon and steamed veggies. This is this is three meals times eight of basically all the pictures of food that you see on the highway. You, you know what I mean? Like all, all the all the Big Macs, all, so what, all the Whoppers. What did the guy say? What what was the? Honestly, dude, like I do the boards and I screen calls, so I didn't I didn't catch all of it. He basically said like, listen, go go to go to our website. We're gonna get you on. It's and and he was he was straight up with him. He was like, "Listen, this is not gonna be an overnight fix, <laughs> like, because it's not at you that think? point, you know." But like, we're we're gonna get you on a better diet, and it's gonna slowly make things better. You, you, you know what I mean? And it's it's basically take out the carbs, take out the sugars, get more fiber in there, get more natural fats, you you, you know, stuff like that. And but uh, oh my god, man. That's it was just insane, you know, and I was thinking about it. And I think, you know, how a lot of times women will say to men, well, you, you'll, you'll never have to experience the pain of giving birth. They can't fucking say it to this guy. He does it every eight days. <laughs> every eight days he gives birth to over to a week's something. worth of fast food. Yes. I just I, I, I have nothing to say because I'm I still can't understand how that's medically possible. I think he has to be lying. I, I, he's got to be calling it in line because that Dude, just does not wh- seem. Wh- no, why would? Okay, here's here's when I when I when I look for people lying. Here's here's what I'm looking for is I'm looking for weird details. That you know, and and I'm looking for un uneven numbers. You know, eight is a weird number. What do you mean? A week. Oh. Seven. If he's lying, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why not a week? Why not a week and a half? Why not two weeks? He said eight days. That's very specific. That's a day more than a week. If he was lying, it would have been a week. If he was exaggerating, it would have been a week. He said eight. <laughs> he fucking said one day more than. It's not like if it was only seven days, we'd be like, ah, fucking whatever. <laughs> you know, like, no, we'd still be having the same conversation right now. He said eight. That's such a weirdly specific number. Maybe he just really knows how to lie, but uh, yeah, you're right. That I, I just, I. Why? What's his motivation for this? Maybe he wants to just troll trucking shows. <laughs> troll trucking I'm gonna, shows. I'm gonna call and tell my holy shit. Eight days, they believe me. Her, her, her. You know, like, like online trolling, but you know, fo- phone no, in. no. Ba-ba-booey, he was asking ba-ba-booey. him real, real food questions. Like this was a guy who wanted help, man. It didn't go because if he would have been trolling. There would have been weird details about it. No, he was being very not, he called it like his morning ritual or something like that. It was very, he didn't get wait, graphic wait, wait, with wait, it. Wait, 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 maybe he means he only jerks off once every eight days. You think that's what it is? 
Well, it could be a morning Would you, ritual. Would you just misinterpret the whole time? He's like, i tired of only being able to jerk off every eight days. I, I, I try three times a day. It just I doesn't mean, it happen. Was, it was Lester Burnham's best part of, uh, it was the best part of Lester Burnham's day, if you remember. American Beauty. This is me jerking off in the shower. This is the best part of my day. Yeah, that's true. Even though, he, you know, he was a real glasses half empty kind of guy. Had the big house, had the good looking wife. Took a shit more than once every eight days. You know what I mean? Like it could have been worse. Yes, yes, yes. Wow, I that that's 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 an odd one. All right. Well, I'm I'm glad you told me because I'm I I'm mind boggled by that. Every eight days. That's like, dude. If I I never go to the doctor. If I even got half that way, like half that long once, I would. I need to go to a doctor right now. Something is fucking. Can you imagine how uncomfortable that would fucking be? Like you have to sit there all like you're sitting in one spot all day, and it's just like you're just completely packed to the gills like that. I completely forgot this, but um, my son, when he was two, didn't. Uh, he woke up in the morning with a dry diaper, which means he hadn't pooped or peed all night. And then we took him to daycare and then picked him up from daycare. And they said, hey, he didn't uh, poop or pee all day. And we called and just made a doctor appointment right then and there. Because by then it had been, you know, over 24 hours or close to 24 hours. So we were like, all right, well, we got a $5 copay. Fuck it. You know, like we thought 24 hours was long for for no poop or pee. And the doctor wasn't too concerned. He said, yeah, that's not normal, but... You know, he he wasn't acting weird. He wasn't, you know, doubled over in pain or, you know, so he the, the doctor wasn't alarmed. But, yeah, 24 hours and my wife and yeah. I were like, that's just, that's weird. The, the doctor was just jaded. He was like, that's nothing. I had to remove eight days worth of spicy chicken mayo sandwiches <laughs> from, truck from a driver. trucker named Jimbo. <laughs> I've seen things no human should see. <laughs> But yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, we so this guy's doing eight days, and we the we did the parent panic monkey shit on, on twenty four hours. Days, but that man. was nothing. That was the, you know completely dry diaper, no poop or pee. Sure. And we knew he had eaten, obviously, because we fed him. So it's like, where where is that going? How is he? You know, is he, how do you just not poop or pee for twenty four hours as a two year old? But. The, the fucked up thing was, or fucked up, or just funny thing was, the doctor said, yeah, he's good, and uh, I think within five minutes he, he peed and shit before leaving the, the doctor's office. So he just nice. waited until we, we panicked and took him in. Maybe he just likes the doctor, you know? He just needed to, just needed to feel relaxed, and the doctor set him at ease, like, oh, okay, this is good, I can poop now. There we go. He All was right, in it for kids. the lollipop. That's it. Yes, that's God damn it. Little he played us. He played us when yep, he was yep, two. Yeah. All right, kids. Well, I think uh <laughs> I can't think of any better way to end this than on a talk of a trucker who doesn't poop but once every eight days. So every eight days. I'm like, why the fuck are you on the radio right now? Like, go to a doctor. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> well, hopefully he's getting the help he needs now. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, he went to his website, you know, he's he's actually getting a decent diet, so, he, I mean, he's on his way, man. We've heard people call up, uh, you know, um, and and be like, listen, I got on your diet, and I'm, I'm doing so much better now, and it's only been a week, and it, shit like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really helping these people, so, well, yeah, it's, it's a good thing the guy actually went there, but still, I'm like, no, you... Your your gut might burst and you might die from you, you might shit yourself inside your own body and be dead. Like yeah. what are you doing? Like you need to go to a doctor and have it removed. He'd uh, he'd be like the guy. Uh, he'd be like uh, gluttony in the movie Seven. Just you know, collapsed over a table. Except instead of uh, eating till he burst, he just burst from the the colon. Yeah. 
Anyway. Something. All right, kids. Uh, JakeVevra.com. NathanTimmel.com. Give us a give, tell your friends to listen to us. Uh, spread the word. Tell everybody to listen to us, and we will do our best to amuse you. All right. Thanks for listening. Later.